Right. We are test proofing anchor radio for the Ghetto Truth magazine. Very soon to come. Let's say June. Okay. <laughs> so T Felder just joined in and this is great. So we're test show. We'll see how it sounds. We'll go back and listen to, you know, the recorded archive part and see how it is. Are you on speaker, by the way? I am. Should I take it off of speaker? Yes, you can always tell. That's one thing with radio. As uh, I started out with Blog Talk Radio for years, and we would always tell the guests, when you call in, do not have it on speaker because you get this type of feedback in it. So, all right. So you're new to radio. So that's uh, 101 being a host. So have you ever hosted anywhere at all? No, I've never hosted anywhere. Okay. So this is your first time, the test show. So you got your first lesson. No, no speakerphone. Okay. I'm trying to take it off the speaker now. Let me see. Um... And another thing we always pay attention to is dead air. This is a test show. Someone has to be talking, speaking at all times. So while my co-host T. Felder, who is also an author, make sure you check out uh, two poetry books that I know of, Life One and Life Two. And it's packed with powerful uh, wisdom for someone who is 3-0 and I... (laughs) And the six old, so this is very good that we're coming together and doing something like this in the test show. So uh, introduce yourself a little bit so we can get it all out here so we don't have to do it in the show when we start in June. Okay, got you. So my name is T. Felder. Um, I'm a local poet and author in Los Angeles. I've been doing poetry for about five years now. And um, I like to talk a lot about finding your truth and manifesting and aligning with your true will. Um, Those are the themes that are really reoccurring in my poetry that you would see. Um, I also touch on things like love and family um, and the environment, just different aspects of things that are going on currently or have gone on in the past. And we're trying to figure out ways to overcome those obstacles as well. So uh, I kind of like people to get their own perspective of my poetry. I don't like to do too much explaining because I feel like when you read a poem, you're going to take exactly what you need out of that poem. And everybody's gonna, right. everybody's need base is different. So um, they're going to take what they need out of my poem. So I don't like to take that away from people by doing too much explaining because sometimes I write things in the moment and I can't even explain it to myself until I go back and read it. And then at that point, I'm also taking things that I need out of that poem. So exactly. um, Yeah, I take a lot out of your poetry. And when I'm reading it, it's like you are speaking not just from yourself, but for others you know, it's uh, several pieces that you have. I'm reading it, and then I'm thinking, wait a minute. The last poem that I read from her, she just said she was 30. <laughs> so you you do pack a lot of wisdom in your words, and um, it's very beautiful. 
uh, it's refreshing, I must say, uh, I could truly say. But uh, we're going to talk about the law of attraction. And if you could uh, start off with your interpretation of it. And when is the first time you became aware of it? Was it from the inside or did you read a book or did you see it on YouTube? So what's your journey into that? The law of attraction. Um, My journey uh, with the the law of attraction, I can honestly say that I think I was probably maybe about maybe nine, maybe 20 at the time. Um, a couple of friends of mine we had came across the book we had kind of had some discussions about it but of course being young never really took what it was saying fully seriously like I read it and it was very interesting and it sounded good but I hadn't really came into myself and found myself enough to be able to use those principles in that current moment in time but I think those things stuck with me and were able to resonate with me as I got older and my journey got longer <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, I, I experienced more of life and it was I was able to say hey how do I know that but then I remembered that I did read this book you know um, but sometimes books don't hit you until later you know it's like a right. song or even like something that your mom tells you you don't really take heed to it and but then it just hits you later and you're like damn why didn't the, the, the light bulb yeah, go off on that? That earlier? great aha yeah. moment. Wow. Yeah. It happens. So uh, you recall the name of the book? Um, I think I was reading uh, The Secret. The Secret. It was the, it was the secret. Um, and I remember it was like a daily affirmation type of book. And it gave you daily affirmations of things that you can implement into your life to have more harmony and to reach higher enlightenment and higher levels of achievement, pretty much. And it was like I said, it was just a fun book to read at the time. But then as I got older, those fundamental things that were in that book were actually things that you innately have with inside of you that when you find yourself come into alignment I feel like right right and from my experience because I grew up in the church house from Christianity side and I started studying reading the Bible when I was like seven and there are some scriptures in the Bible and it correlates with laws of attraction One being um, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. Um, Some stuff about don't worry, which is very good. And uh, the power of the mouth, Uh, what you what you say, the power of the mouth and um, whatever a man think. So all, all these things, these principles. So they come at us in different ways, but the message is the same. So it's like, what, what do you want in your space? What do you want in your universe? Are you going to walk around this realm and just be negative all the time and just speaking, you know, oh, this is why I can't do this, you know, all this. I can't because 
And I tell people, they're telling me, oh, Gigi, I can, and da-da-da-da-da, they're telling me what they can. And I said, listen to what you are saying. You start off saying, I mm-hmm. can't. So if you can't, then you ain't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think you have to meet people, like, where they are. Because, you know, I've I've had my moments in time where I was in a dark place, and I I was, you know, vibrating really low, and I I couldn't. You know, I couldn't at the time, but you have to step into your purpose able to even come to that. I can, you know, I, I work with youth on probation um, and a lot of them, they're not evolved and they're not in good spaces based on their experiences and their trauma. And, you know, it's my job to help them evolve into a space where they can overcome the trauma so that they can step into their purpose. Because some people never find their purpose in life because they can't get over their past and they can't get over that trauma and it haunts them and it, you know, doesn't nourish their soul at all. So they end up walking in no purpose and then they end up vibrating so low until they just fade out, I feel like. Right. So... But it's possible if they want to. Uh, I believe that people are put in their place, like you are in their space, to show them how it is possible and they can and turn those can'ts into you can. Not to like push them, but come at their, 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 uh, their, uh, their pace by watching that it, it that it is possible you know um i'm you know i'm not one to constantly live my life in the past because we cannot change right. it and in my opinion on my overall view i don't think that that should be like i'm not saying that it's an excuse but it's like okay it happened it occurred Okay, let's do some steps, a step to move forward and make it better, you know, because you can't change that. So are you going to just forever the rest of your life live in that that misery and, and continue in that negative state, that low vibration? So it's like, okay, you know, we've all, everybody who's breathing, you know, this air have gone through something something similar, something better or whatever, but you just can't carry that with you all the rest of your days. You have to just drop that stone and um, come to, I want better for myself and we can't do it for them. You have to do it for yourself. So like I told uh, Lisa Mm -hmm. Michelle, mm -mm, it's not about trying to change people like the ghetto truth magazine the truth or a truth and we talk about so much we talk about what's going on in our space we talk about uh some global things at times but mostly personal and a lot about life things that interest me you know as a person so i begin to talk about them and what i do know as i was growing up in christianity they they taught us that we're supposed to be poor and suffering and whatnot and not have any riches or like that. Like it was like, oh. 
But as I began to read and study some things, and then you look at the prophet uh, in the story, it says that he was a priest. Now, priests, they're not poor no right (laughs) they're not they 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 are not poor people by any means so let's not do that and in that scriptures it also says to have life and have it more abundantly nobody talked about just being in that negative state financially mentally or spiritually so what are you bringing to yourself are you going to continue to be focusing on an incident that occurred to you that you cannot change or are you going to bring in some positive energy into your life and, and and start operating, you know, better instead of just staying in that place. So I, I can't be there. I could tell you about some things that happened in my life and it would make you cry. However, I can't stay there in that place. I can't change it. All I can do is it happened. So I had to process it in my own time. And I I spent many years of crying over it for years and years and years and years. And I realized I am causing myself to have emotional damage because I keep focusing on this thing. So I got to the point about 10 years ago. What are you going to focus on? So I started focusing on different things. I got tired of struggling. I had a young lady who was with the Hot Words crew years ago, and she wrote this uh, these bars, and it was, I'm struggling now, and she wanted me to jump on it. She wanted another poet to jump on it and write some stuff. And I was writing it, and then I got to the point where, wait a minute, I, I, I'm tired of struggling. I don't want to struggle. That is not... yeah. You know, so 10 years ago, and actually it's more because I came back to California 2010. So it was in um, 2009 when I realized that nine, that number of completion, why we as a people, you know, because I'm indigenous, who said that we have to struggle all the rest of our days and be struggling while other people are living the life of Riley and being struggling and poor is supposed to be some great honor. Are you freaking no, kidding I, I me? I hear you. And I think that that's been something that has been embedded into the culture that is like, you're not really looked upon as the quote unquote, like cool, the cool person or the real, like a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you right. haven't, been through the struggle or you're not currently in the struggle it's like we do things we we go to school we educate ourselves we grind we work hard so that we're able to uplift our not only our pockets but also our minds up out of that that's not something that stays exactly that's a low state of vibration and it's like why would we want right to, to stay in a low state of vibration and be stagnant when you could be elevate your mind and walk into your purpose you know so I I definitely Mm -hmm. hear you and I see um I see a lot of that and I don't like it and and really that's why we are as a people we are in that state because we have been believing it for so long I remember a few years back 
before um, I was able to get some vehicles up around here because I was a law of attraction. I was tired of walking. You know, I was enjoying riding the bus and everything. It was cool. So I didn't have a problem with that. But I got to the point where, you know what, I'm I'm kind of tired of this. And so because I mm-hmm. wanted a vehicle, honey, one was given to me, honey, paid for right and then the next one came honey the way that money came laws of attraction you better speak what you want in your life get yourself right stop mulling over uh what you cannot change and change what will be great for you i mean uh the law of vibration uh is really just another way of talking about the law of attraction so here we come to like the red pill or the blue pill. So do you want to uh, be negative and, and, and complaining all the time? Or do you want to just walk on that higher vibration? And those that do that, you know, those are the people that I fool with. I don't, you know, you're in that, that's your job, but I don't do that anymore. I can't, I do not be around people who uh, consistently stay <laughs> Uh, uh, depressed in a depressed state. I know a lot of us um, have depression, that condition of depression, but I'm not going to suffer from yeah. it. You feel me? So it's like I am my own bootstrap and my bootstrap begins in my mind. So it's a part of what I want for my life. And I am hell bent or heaven bent. <laughs> on attracting better things for myself at 6-0. Right. No, so. I hear you. Um, I I was um, reading some stuff and, and looking over some stuff that I wanted to kind of share um, when it mm-hmm. comes to the law of karma or how some people would like to put mm-hmm. it, the law of cause and effect. Um, right. Pretty much it's every action generates a force of energy that returns to us in like kind. So like when you were talking about being around the constant negativity, you, can, you can't help but to end up bringing that right back onto yourself at some point. Right. So, but I think a concept with karma that a lot of people do not understand is that it implies the action of choice making. And I think people just say, okay, well, if they do that to me, then their karma, something bad's going to happen to them. But we need to understand that karma Mm -hmm. is a little more than that. It's really the action of choice making and making the right action in the right moments. Mm-hmm. In, in situations to be able to manifest success and to manifest a higher elevation of the mind. You get what I'm saying? So I think that that's mm-hmm. something that um, I, I want to like maybe have a segment on or talk a little bit more about um, as we go on in these doing these ghetto truths. Right a truth or the truth and it's mystery power and growth uh this is a test show and we're 
you know, talking about laws of attraction and, and other stuff, which is great. We will put out a list of topics, what we're going to be discussing. So we can also have other people joining in at some point because we're broadcasting, we're recording with Anchor, which is great. So we send the link to other people who may be interested in the topics that we're discussing. So this is good. It seemed like it works pretty good. We've been talking for 20 2022 yeah. <laughs> and it sounds good so is there anything else you wanted to um add on this recording because we're i think we're just gonna go in and put it up on spotify because i think we said some very important things here um, um no i think so. that this is a time for us to really align with our true will and i i had uh posted that on um uh, my instagram earlier um, in regards to, I knew we were going to do this show, so I was trying to get my mind right, and I wrote on our Instagram that right. our eternal reference point is our own spirit, not the object of mm-hmm. our experience. So I really want people to leave mm. with that, and I'm going to just say it one more time. Our eternal reference point is our own spirit, not the object of our experience. That's great. And uh, I wanted to add, listen, we, if we continue to watch the media and listen to the media, it's going to cause your brain to go into a frenzy. So is that something you want to attract into your life? You know, let's take some steps back and uh, focus on being critical thinking about this thing right uh we have to realize on the ghetto truth magazine there's a lot of writings on the blog and you will see how we talk about the media and it's for a reason because in this system it's like it um, these people have a monopoly on the media so they want to put out things that will cause you to uh, be in that low vibration. So we have to guard our mind. That's something else that's in the scriptures. And I'm sure it's in other, you know, places as well, but we are to guard our mind. So let's try to step back from the television a little bit. That is a truth. All right. So we will be back in June. You'll see some, um, Promotions about it, author T. Felder and me, Gigi the storyteller. We got a lot of stories to tell because between the two of us, it's almost a hundred years and more wisdom sharing with people. So thank you for listening and drop in some notes and let us know what you think of the test show. All right. Peace, love, and thank light. Thank you guys. You guys have a good one. <laughs>